From the banks of the Avon, this is Black Sheep Rebranded, the place where you never have to worry about fitting in or being accepted. All are welcome. The leader of our pack is Rick Sherwood. He's willing to share with us his take on this crazy world. His insights come from not only his experience as a psychotherapist, but also his many life experiences. His hope is to help us live our best lives as we continue on our own ever-changing personal journey. I don't know about you, but I can't wait to hear what's on his mind today. Hey, beautiful people of Black Sheep Rebranded. Hey, how are you all doing today? This is your host, Rick Sherwood. Rebecca, thank you again for that beautiful intro and and for everything that you bring to the table here. Sherry, thank you for what you're doing behind the scenes to make this work. And Jake, thank you again for for sitting here, being an active participant while you keep my legs warm while we make these podcasts. So so, uh, anybody, if if you hear the cat in the background, uh, it's not Lucy this time, it's Jake. And uh, Jake is doing what Jake does, and, and, and he's holding up the floor really well. So, let us get on to what we're going to talk about today and what Miss Rebecca has said. And this is something that, that we toyed with for a while off and on, was the quirky way that my brain works and the quirky way that I, that I use different types of, of analogies and different types of, of ideas to connect with different people to get them to make changes in their life. And so part of the podcast idea is that what we want to do is we want to connect with as many different ideas as we can to, to get people to understand that the black sheep that's in them, the ways that they think, it's okay. And we, we can have any of these thoughts and we can do anything. And all that we need to do is we need to just take a, a little bit of time and be proud. Be proud to be a black sheep. And so in my own black sheep way, I am going to now use Sir Isaac Newton's laws of physics to help to use them to understand the exhaustion that I see in couples, the exhaustion that I've seen in my marriages, the exhaustion that I've seen in virtually all aspects of my life. So um, the first place I've gone, and I'm going to read this right straight to you, is uh, Wikipedia, because we all know that there's some really good stuff on Wikipedia. There's some stuff that's not so good on Wikipedia, but Wikipedia is great. If you all um, have a few minutes, go out there and donate a little bit of money to keep Wikipedia going because it's kind of like the Oxford Dictionary of, uh, of our today and, and the Encyclopedia Britannica. Uh, it needs some funding. You all doing that would be, be wonderful. Anyhow, let's go back to Newton's Laws of, of Motion. And so a body remains at rest or in motion at a constant speed in a straight line unless acted upon by a force. So what does that mean? When a body is acted upon by a force, the time rate of change of its momentum equals the force that is acted upon it. If two bodies exert forces on each other, these forces have the same magnitude but in opposite directions. Doesn't that just sound like a whole bunch of gobbledygook and you sit there and you go, Rick, come on, you're boring me to death here. What are you talking about Newton for? What are you talking about this stuff for? So let's look at this in a slightly different way. And I mean a very slightly different way. I see all the time, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna go to to myself and my my own my own affairs with trying to be in love and trying to actually have a relationship that sees me throughout my entire life, which apparently has not happened. However, I have learned an awful lot, and I, and I pass on these things that I've learned to all kinds of other people. And so, 
One of the things that I've learned is throughout this is this whole motion and and the idea of what is stopped, what is stationary, requires a great deal of energy to make it move. A great deal of energy. And the exact same thing can be said about something in motion. Based on all of the things that I have done in my life, based on my, my CV, based on all of, the, all of the interactions of my world, when I look around, and when I truly, truly, and absolutely look around, I am constantly and absolutely, and I, and I say this with absolute sincerity, I am constantly mesmerized by the amount of time and energy that people spend arguing with their spouse, with their partner, for the type of love that they think that they need. And so, I love hugs. So therefore, that's an energy, that's, that's an opposing energy to someone else who doesn't like hugs, right? But it also is an energy of me moving and them moving, right? So remember this whole, whole thought about physics and this whole thought about trying to use Newton's laws of physics to, to talk about a relationship. If you see somebody and you're in a relationship with somebody and the only time that they have energy to actually move is for them to go hang out with their buddies or for them to go hang out with their girls or for them to get to a, to, to you know, whatever it is that's not you, you are going to spend an immense amount of your energy chasing and pursuing that person, that energy, when the amount of energy you have to put into that is exhausting. What I want everyone to do is to, t- to go out and find themselves a big old flat tire and take that tire and put it on the ground, put it on your driveway. Start pushing that tire, not rolling it, lay it down flat and start pushing that tire. That tire weighs less than you do. That tire truly has the potential to roll if you stood it up. But if you lay it down on its side, as Newton says, right, the energy, because you have to first of all overcome the friction, the rubber on the ground is friction. The attitude that comes back from your partner is friction. So when you look at that person and you look at them and you go, I am going to push you sideways, just like I just asked you to get a tire. And as Newton said, right, the energy, it is possible, but the force that's required to overcome the friction and the force that's to, to move the mass has to be at least equal to the mass. So again, you have a tire. The tire's laying on its side and it's in the driveway. Come on, you weigh more than it. You can pick it up. But the friction of the rubber, which is the part that keeps us safe in cars, the friction of the rubber is so high that even with our strength, it is very difficult to push that tire sideways. And that is often what we do in relationships. 
I heard a lady earlier today, I don't understand this person stayed in a relationship for 20-some years because of their kids and blah, 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 and on and on and on. Well, guess what? The person did. Because the friction in their own mind was so high and the friction, friction economically was so high, the idea of moving beyond brought them to a standstill. When they sit there and they look at the tire, because like I said, I'm asking every single person, go out, get, get, take the spare tire out of your car, do whatever you want, put it on the ground, start pushing that thing sideways. Just lay it down flat. Really, it was so light, you, you lifted it out of your car. You're not going to push that tire very far because that tire is giving you so much friction back, you're just going to walk away and go, this is ridiculous. I have a five-year theory in relationships. And truly... Um, because there's all kinds of stages and ages. And so back many, many years ago, somebody said to me about the seven-year itch. And I don't actually believe that it's a seven-year itch. What I believe that it is, is Newton's laws and Newton's laws coming into play that people simply become exhausted. Because they get into a relationship and everybody's on their best behavior. I'm not. Because I don't know what my best behavior is. That's a whole other story. But honestly, I'm who I am on day one that I will be on day five. Workaholic, kind, compassionate, driven. I will be bringing all those same things. But I will also be bringing questions. I will also be bringing, I don't understand this. This makes no sense to me. Did you just lie to me? I will be bringing honesty to the table. Because what I do not want is to be looking at year five the way that I did in my first marriage. I was the tire laying on its side and and my first wife would, would you know, do you want to go for a walk around the river? And I'd go, mm, nope, not early. I'd be like, hey, do you want to go for a walk in a different direction? She'd say, no, I like walking around the river. Right? So, so you got these two tires and they're sitting there and they're going, I want both willing to go for a walk, but just not willing to go for a walk where the other person wants to go for a walk. Up in Godridge, along the shorelines of Lake Huron, anywhere where there's bodies of water, love to walk the water. Love to walk it. That's the only place my first wife and I ever agreed to walk together. But again, she always wanted to walk for cardio. I wanted to walk to see and feel. I want to walk to see what shells, what, what fossils, what things I could unearth. She walked with a completely different purpose. So again, even when we got to the same place where we both said, yes, we are happy to walk in the same pathway, the purpose for our walks were so different that it was, again, it was that tire laying on its side and Newton said, you have to overcome friction and the weight of the item. The friction, after nearly 25 years, was so high, I said, I need out. Relationship two, lot, long, lot, lot last time. And so what we do is we stop fighting the friction. 
That, I think, is a better way to understand what happens in relationships, why people stop sleeping together, why they stop watching TV together, why they stop going for walks together, why they stop doing things together, because fundamentally, what they are trying to do is two completely opposite things. In my 55 years, only one person did I ever stop seeing that once in a while... Uh, and 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 um, and when I say once in a while, I, I I truly mean periodically. It goes through my head. I wonder how she is. I wonder how life is going for her. I wonder how these things are. Because when I stop seeing her, I stop seeing her because of Newton's laws. Because what I thought and what I believe is still accurate is what she would do. So people go to work, but when you're not working, then what? Where is the energy output? Where is the direction that wants to go? Where are the things? How do you engage with each other? How do you push each other forward? When we stop and we think about that really basic, simple law of physics, we sit there all the time and we look at our partner and we go, our partner, well, they used to go to bounce yoga class with me. But did they actually? Or was that just something else? They, they used to go to church with me. But did they really? They, they used to want to go out for breakfast with me on the weekend. They used to enjoy making me breakfast. People get busy. I hear that all the time. And you're right. People do get busy. And when they get busy... Are we taking the time to actually stop and go, have we simply outgrown the relationship? Have we evolved so far in different directions? What is going on? Should we be ending this? Should we be trying to nurture it? What should we be doing? But the problem is people all the time don't stop and ask themselves the right questions. If you take that tire that you're out there trying to push on the ground, man, that friction, to get, just to get it to move a little bit, is huge. And you can just pick it up and you can start carrying it. And again, that's what a lot of people do in relationships. They just pick their partner up and start carrying them. And they carry them in ways that absolutely, when they when they walk through the door, it, it blows my mind. The ingenuity and creativity that people bring, truly, I find mesmerizing. And so when they sit there and they do this over and over and over and over, I go, wow. But that is, again, what people do. They go out and they say, hey, I'm going to do this amazing whatever they think it's going to be. And I go, well, that's wonderful. Now what? And so one of the things that, again, that we are challenged by all the time is that basic law that, that, that good old Sir Isaac Newton came up with so many years ago about his understanding of physics and math and his understanding of of how things move. He also has another theory about uh, right angles and pressure inside vessels. And so if you put something under pressure, it will apply pressure in the opposite direction at right angles to the pressure vessel that it's contained within. That is another way of looking at our relationships. And so, so often, people will look at that tire laying on, on their driveway 
it's really heavy. And if I pick it up, it's going to make me dirty. I don't really want to. But then reluctantly, they start to pick it up and they start to carry it. And the tire just goes, see, didn't have to do anything. You're doing the work. I'm good. You know what else happens? Yeah, truly what else happens? The person carrying the tire gets exhausted. The tire doesn't care. And that is often the people in our families and our friends around us, not just our partners, they just are there for the free ride. They have no desire to actually go in the, in the same direction as us. I was married for almost 25 years. In all of that time, um, all the different uh, boats that we owned, all the different things, um, I know for a fact, I, I, I can say this with absolute sincerity, there was no common ground in, in the sailing. What there was was one person wanted to be a tourist and go for a ride, and one person was expected to do all the helmsmanship and everything else that came with it. Again, not a statement against her, not a statement against anybody. It's simply a statement of fact. What is the energy that the person is willing to put in? And my first wife, God love her, man, she put in a lot of energy to a lot of stuff. And, and, and she is a, a wonderful lady and a wonderful mom and, and uh, a wonderful daughter and, and, uh, and a wonderful sister. Um, she, she really does have a lot of great qualities. But I'm really damn happy I'm not married to her because... No matter where we would end up, we would end up, and even when we ended up on the beach, and it was like, this is gorgeous, her purpose for walking was to get her heart rate up, to get cardio going, to do this, to do that. And quite frankly, mine was, hey, can I enjoy this? Can I saunter? And it would piss her off to no end that all I want to do is saunter. And it would piss me off to no end. And after 25 years, I'm so happy that she has a chance to be happy with somebody who wants to walk as she does. And it gives me an opportunity to, be, to find somebody who truly wants to walk as I do, which is to saunter, to look around, to pick up some rocks. Often walking the shoreline of Lake Huron, Georgian Bay, I don't even hardly look up. I'm looking at the ground. And I'm looking at the ground, listening to the waves. And I'm listening to the waves and looking at the ground, looking for fossils. And I just want to shuffle along. I want to do that at 25. I want to do that at 55. Isn't it ideal when you get into a position with your friends, family? And so instead of feeling like you are either carrying the tire and so there is lots of times there's no doubt in my mind that, uh, that my first wife looked around at me and went, oh, dear God, I got to carry him again. Because I didn't want to do what she wanted to do. The friction was too high. But likewise can be said the other way. And these are the struggles that we have in relationships. And so this is why I said I have this theory about five years. And I think truly five years, um, people will go through all kinds of phases and then they just become exhausted. And they become exhausted because they have spent so much time carrying that tire and trying to push that tire sideways on the ground instead of finding a tire that simply wants to roll with them. Just think about what I just said. Five years in, 
Lots of people, they become exhausted from carrying the tire that doesn't want to roll beside them and doesn't want to keep pushing this tire because the, the energy required to push this tire sideways is so much. So five years in, and, and, and I give that a, a plus or minus of 12 months, so four to six years. So is that the seven-year itch? No. What that is is the five-year exhaustion because Newton said that there's a bunch of math that we can put in. So we can either carry the tire, we can push the tire sideways, or we can sit down beside the, the tire and be sad. What we need to do is understand there is, no matter how far you have to seek and look, there is a tire that will happily roll beside you. Whether your pace is a sauntering pace, whether your pace is something that's frantic and, and cardio-related, whether your pace is going to church, or whether your pace is simply snuggling on a Saturday all afternoon and then staying up all night cooking. Whatever that pace is, stop looking at your family and friends and going, oh my dear God, why do I have to carry you? Eight billion people on the planet, folks. Eight billion. Somebody, I promise you, will want to roll just like you do. They may need a little bit of your balance once in a while, just like most tires do. They may need the tire, the, the, the air adjusted a little bit every once in a while, just like tires do. But I guarantee you, guarantee you, that old old uh, Sir Isaac Newton, that law, man, apply it to your life, folks. Y'all be good. Have yourself an absolutely wonderful day. And for all the folks here at Black Sheep Rebranded, and, and come visit us at blacksheeprebranded.ca, please. We look forward to hearing from you. And we look forward to you listening to the next podcast. Hopefully you can take something out of this. Y'all be good. Again, thank you very much. It's Rick Sherwood here again. Thank you very much. As I continuously say, really appreciate everyone who tunes into these podcasts. Uh, but please keep in mind, uh, all the information contained within these is not meant to be a supplement or meant to be a replacement for psychotherapy or for anyone truly struggling with mental health. Please reach out to uh, a therapist and somebody qualified to help you out. If these ideas trigger something within you where you need to do that and you're not sure where to go, by all means, please reach out to us. We'd be more than happy to. Uh, go to blacksheeprebranded.ca uh, and we can direct you in, un in unbelievable different directions. Piracy, please don't pirate the information in this. It is proprietary. Uh, please also make sure that, uh, that you understand that this isn't about us wanting to be greedy about our ideas. This is us wanting to make sure that our ideas are uniquely and collectively kept as ours so that we can use them as we see fit and not how other people want to do it for their own piracy and their own benefit. Y'all be good. Take care. Bye-bye.